Welcome back, everyone. (laughs) You mad bro. You mad bro. This is Dr. Jess Sally. Shannon Edwards. And this week, we are going to be discussing dating and co-parenting. Oh my God, so much fun. (laughs) (laughs) I think think first thing to address, the question on, I don't don't want to say the question on everybody's minds, but I think just something that we need to clarify. Yeah. Number one, we are... Never, ever, ever getting back, back together. together. <laughs> so just to clarify that for everybody. I love that you had to put that out there first. No, it's got to like, be first. I would never, Let's ever set a precedent. Let's set a precedent right off the bat. With you. Let's set a precedent right off the bat. I have a feeling like this is coming from somewhere. It's not. Uh, it's coming from last week. Right. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Yeah. No. I mean, we, we, all, we, we said from the beginning, you know, this why was. Don't, why don't you just talk about how. People have asked you that we were getting if we were getting back together. Well, I mean, stems from that. Yeah, I mean, it's been a it's been a question. I mean, I don't think I don't think you can do this. I don't think you can take on this kind of an endeavor with somebody that you've had a personal relationship in the past, especially somebody that you've been married to, without people saying, "Oh, like, what does this mean for you guys? Like, are you guys?" Wayne Brady made TikToks with his ex wife. No, sure, and, you're right. Like daughter and her boyfriend. I'm not they saying quarantine together. I am not saying that that is not something that should happen. <laughs> I'm just saying that I think in the public eye, yeah, there are questions that arise anytime that something like this pops up. I would imagine that it probably happened for them too, but yeah, I think it's just a matter of just setting the precedent of how we feel, being honest about that. So, like, if Taylor Swift had a soundtrack for us it would be we are never ever ever getting back together ever there would be another ever at the end <laughs> there of might it. even be on our song i don't know <laughs> <laughs> so taylor okay next album so number one <laughs> glad we got that out of the way i don't want you back anyway oh whatever <laughs> nobody cares what you think number two dating after being together not just married but like together from the late 2000s to like late 2017 18 is was so different yes it was awful yeah it's it's <laughs> it's a it's a whole different world now yeah i mean and that i feel like that makes me sound kind of old but i mean you know well you are old I, well yeah I, well thanks for appreciating i mean that. i'm not that young either anymore <laughs> but <laughs> You know, yeah, it's it's a whole different ball game. It took it definitely took some, I think, getting used to in terms of just feeling comfortable putting myself back out there. I had to, you know, initially, I feel like I had to ask a lot of questions to people that were sort of in the game already, like how like how do you how do I even approach this? Okay, so this is bringing and I we didn't even talk about this before we went on, so this is bringing back great memories for me. So Jess and I were finally at the point where we could kind of negotiate uh like a second draft of our custody agreement right so but we're still really not liking each other at this point but I'm like meet me at Starbucks and we'll go over this right so unbeknownst to Jess I had gotten uh screenshots from my friends who had found Jess on this dating app right and so we go to Starbucks and we make it through a few sections and then I whip out my phone I'm like hey I was like, maybe next time you could like not use pictures that you cropped me out of on your dating app. <laughs> they were great pictures. They of were. Me. I was like, I was like, you look happy, and he was like, well, maybe I was happy, but I'm not happy. So anymore. I guess thank you for capturing my good oh my God, side. You're welcome. <laughs> I guess. But it suffice worked. it to say, they were good pictures. They were good pictures. They right? were. 
They were. But I guess, you know. In interesting, the, interesting. Initiating that move, though, took a lot. I feel like from my standpoint, it's it's hard for me. It took a lot for you to crop me out of the pictures. Well, yeah, because, I mean, you know, <laughs> editing wasn't my thing either. So, uh, But, no, I mean, I think just putting it out there because I'm not the kind of person necessarily to put myself out there right. aggressively publicly. As you know, like I'm, I'm sort of very critical of myself and what I put out there. I think that's that stems from some underlying issues with my own self esteem and that We're kind gonna of thing. We're gonna go deep here, but I, I think, think the, a lot of people do though, especially with you know online dating. Well, I think, and everything, yeah, I for think, sure. I think this kind of promotes and sort of almost like brings out some of that for people that they don't even realize. But the other aspect is that I feel like I do a lot better meeting people in person, uh, which is where I think I've had more success in that arena anyway. But you know, going into that kind of a setting, not knowing what to think or what to expect. And I had, I have other friends that are younger who have been in that, been involved with dating apps and things like that. So I kind of went and asked questions, you mm-hmm. know, what's something good? Like, what, what can I expect? I guess trying to gather some information before like going all in on that. But it's still weird because you're trying to interact through a world that doesn't even exist. It's just like your you're just kind of advertising yourself almost uh, in the quest to get somebody else's attention, hopefully. Yeah, online dating is awful. Yeah. Like, it it really is. And, like, whenever... I feel like you have a very strong opinion on that. <laughs> I, you know, and especially when you are... For me, anyway, whenever we separated, I didn't date or try to put myself out there until probably mm, a year and a half after year after like yeah a long yeah it was a while but I think like whenever you are a single parent it makes it even it makes it so much more different right because right. you're and especially if you're still involved in like custody litigation and you're figuring out co-parenting right. and you kind of have all this chaos about you because I know for me I, I don't know if you felt like this but like number one as like a woman a single mom and also just like trying to keep my shit together from Mm -hmm. like our divorce and Mm -hmm. how crazy it was I didn't want to bring anyone into that right and at the same time I was like well is this gonna last forever like what am I supposed to do just not have anybody else forever I mean obviously not forever but you know what I mean so you kind of have to I guess balance it when you're going through that and I know with some of my clients I'll tell them, I say, you know, you also need to make time for yourself because you can't just focus on being a mom or being a dad. Right. And and it was hard for me in the setting where I felt like even if I wanted to get involved with somebody shielded or unshielded from, you know, everything that we were going through, it still felt like I shouldn't be doing that because I still wanted to be like number one dad. I always wanted to be, you know you obviously want to always put your child first. Right. But I felt like I couldn't risk that in the setting of having somebody else involved and dedicating time to that. Yeah. And you had than, like this crazy ex-wife too, like at the same time. Right. Yeah. Who was hawking my dating apps with her friends and taking screenshots. Well, I wasn't hawking them. They were just sent to me. Oh, like, they just happened to they, come to you. From- well, <laughs> I can't help it that my friends are on the dating apps. I mean, I just, I just hire a PI, you know, mm-hmm. and I let them do the yeah, dirty you, work for me. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> nice. Did I? Didn't I? You I did. Know. Well, no, I don't know. <laughs> Watch out for that. <laughs> right. But I, but yeah, I mean, RIP to your weekend. <laughs> RIP to your weekend, <laughs> big time. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> the uh, uh, the I think 
the underlying factor though was, yeah, you don't want to, obviously you don't want to bring somebody else into something like that. But at the same time, it's, it's lonely. Like it's a lonely time when you feel like you're dealing with all of these different struggles. Um, Your friends can only take so much of you like venting and bitching to them. And right. But at the same time, you don't want to put that on somebody else that you're right. It's a balance because you, you want like, that person to talk to at the end of the day. Right. Yeah. And you, you need a hug. Right. Right. Sometimes you just need a hug. Right. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, but you want it. You also want to try, I think to shield the other person from all of the negativity that happens on the other side of that, which is hard because then maybe we shouldn't like as people, maybe we shouldn't create negativity. And well, then, yeah. I mean, there's know. always, there's always that aspect of be nice and try to get along and communicate. And, right. and we really are, super huge component proponents of that of but course. real talk uh, that almost never happens right and we definitely went through the process of hating each other and, were you dating and, at the time that that was all like being public and stuff uh yeah i mean i had dated uh a little bit before that i mean you know obviously you found my profile so i mean there. well that doesn't mean that you got <laughs> no, dates no but i mean it was it there it, i mean there were um you know, I, I dated a little bit before, like while all that was going on, I think once everything sort of spiraled uh, really publicly, then that all I just I stopped because I didn't want to involve anybody else in any of that. Yeah, I think it was more just like I had to be I was so focused on everything that was going on with us that I couldn't necessarily bring my attention to anything else that was with anybody else that was happening at that point. So, yeah, that was the time where it was like hyper vigilant on you know, just our interactions hypervigilant on being involved at any point that I possibly could. I'm not saying that was the right thing to do, but it was just the instinctual thing to do. I mm-hmm. think just trying to be really trying to put, I guess, best foot forward. Right. Which you should anyway, no matter what. But uh, that was, I think, the, the main reason for dispelling everything at that point uh, and just kind of focusing on what what I was doing. Yeah. And, you know, you're trying to develop like a new identity about yourself. You're going from being in a either a long term relationship or maybe you're married and you're trying to navigate that. And now you're moving into being single. And what does that look like? And maybe you don't want to be in a relationship just yet. Or maybe you're the type of person that, you know, needs to be in a relationship or wants to. And, you know, regardless, it's definitely it's definitely crazy out there and yeah. navigating that and trying to do everything all at once. And, um, I have a lot of couples that have questions about that or, you know, they struggle with it. And I think it's just important to remember that. I think there are a couple of different ways that people look at what happens with people and what people carry into new relationships when they're looking to date after separations or after divorce or doing any of these things. I think, on the opposite side of that, like, you know, personally where you stand, you know, personally who you're talking you about are. baggage. I'm, I am trying to talk about baggage. Yes. Am I interrupting you? You, you did. You're, you're you, inter- a little passive you completely so. interrupted my flow, but Go cool. Ahead. But yeah, so I think people look at, uh, you know, what, what you carry into that. And yeah, I mean, some people look at it as baggage. Like I, like this guy's got an ex-wife, you know, all this other stuff that happened. It's easy to Google. And then also having a child and bringing that into the situation, people can look at that different ways. People can look at it as he's been through this. This is something that is part of his life and be understanding of that and respect it and still, you know, just respect him for who he is and vice versa. 
or they look at it as baggage and they say, well, I don't, I don't have this in my life or I already have my own stuff to deal with. I don't want to deal with your stuff too. And then they, they can either just brush it off immediately or, you know, they can maybe give it a little bit of time and see if that's something that they want to be able to, to deal with. And then they don't have to. I think it gets tough when uh, people just kind of come and go. And I think that was where now for me, that's not an issue because I can't even get people to come. So it's like, you know, <laughs> what am I? You can't get people to come? No, not, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I let me that. let me rephrase. That's kind of like my free base comment on the last <laughs> right. episode. <laughs> I can't I can't get people to be interested in in wanting. It's to hard out me. there for men. It really is. But, I got, you know, we have talked about this a little bit, you know, you and I personally, I mean, but how many people have Googled you? The, the truth is, I don't necessarily know the answer to that. Well, then that's a good sign because, I mean, I, as soon as yeah. I start to talk to people, they hint around it. And yeah. at first it was, and I've talked to you about this, but at first it was really off-putting. And it was like, oh, I really hope that people don't Google me because it's super easy. I never give out my last name, but I mean, I have a pretty distinct job. So if you Google Shannon Forensic Psychologist Pittsburgh, it's like yeah. every Google thing ever but then over time I, I felt the same way you did I was like well you know the right person is not going to care they're not going to pass judgment and they're going to meet me and you know just be interested in what I have to say about it and you know not really trust yeah. that yeah I think the most the most significant I guess instance that I had with that was uh literally I think right when we started this this endeavor mm -hmm. um you know I I had matched with somebody that person seemed very interested in who I was and talking mm -hmm. to me and, and interacting. And I, I was like really happy about that. Yeah. And then like one of the first in times that we interacted, I mentioned, you know, I had just started doing this with you and this actually related to that other person's kind of job. So I was like, you know, maybe this is something that they'll be interested in. Yeah. And then it was like, had a good conversation immediately after that. It was like, Hey, I don't think we can hang out. Oh, God. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if that was, I, I, there's no way for me to know whether or not that was the issue, but that was like really, I think the only experience I've had with that recently. Yeah. Um, at but, least I've been fortunate enough for the guys to be like, Oh, Hey, is this you? Yeah. Hey, well, I'm like, yeah. All right, bro. I think the other thing too, <laughs> to mention is that I feel like, and I do genuinely feel like you've had more opportunities to actually date and interact with people more so than I have. You've even experienced this you mean with, with me, online dating with online dating. You've yeah. even experienced this with me. Like, I feel like it's not, it's, we I do, still feel yeah. like it's statistically impossible. <laughs> I, think, I think your bubble's broken. I don't know. I think I, it's broken. I think it's I, so like Jess and I have gotten to a place where I think it was like in December, we had just gotten done with like a family function and uh, our daughter was with her grandparents. And so we went to like a tavern to have a drink. It was, I think it was like two days before Christmas. And I was like, come on, just let me, just let me swipe for you. Like it, there's nobody better than, than your ex to really like set you up. I don't, I don't know if that's true. I think it's totally true. They know what you like. They know what you don't like. Anyway, yeah, well, if you, if you're getting along, right. not if they want to set you on fire. Yeah, please don't do that. <laughs> So I'm swiping, you know? And so anyway, so, but I didn't believe him because he said I didn't match with anybody. I'm like, that's impossible. I get on for like 24 hours and I have like not five one people. Single, not one single match. <laughs> I have five people I'm talking to. No. And I mean, Dr. J is not a bad looking guy. He's a physician. He's single. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs>
<laughs> so anyway, so we were hanging out, I think it was like a week or two ago. And so with some of my friends and now your friends. And so we, we made it a group effort. There were three girls just like bumbling for you and zero hits. Actually, I take that back. One hit. See? One single hit. <laughs> See? 24 hours go by. Uh-huh. Not a single message. It's BS. Nothing. It's broken. Yeah. Bumble's for sure broke. It's got to be. <laughs> or I'm broke. You're not broke. I can't tell. <laughs> I can't, like, blast you on here and get you, get a good PSA going for you. Right. I don't, if you say you're broke. I don't think it's... He's, the... not, he's not broke. He's not broke. This I is just, gonna turn, I can't, This I can't, is now turning into a dating app. Yeah, it's gonna we, be great. I can't do that. It's gonna be great. I feel like I, I just, I don't. I mean, maybe I don't under. I just don't understand. I mean, I don't know. Like, if it's, I don't know if it's the pictures I'm putting out there. Listen, you've said the pictures are good. You said I think the they're good. good. I'm not, but I'm not. I'm not basing. All right. If anybody runs into Doctor J on Bumble, just make sure you give us some feedback. I, yeah, I feel like just DM good. us or email us. Yeah. It'll be great. Just let us know. Let me know. Let me know Taking what I can feedback do. Feedback on yeah. all fronts. Just let me know. Give me, give me some feedback. Give me some advice. <laughs> we got we'll this see, we'll see what happens um but for us like so i mean we i've had one serious relationship since we've been separated mm -hmm. um no longer together mm -hmm. and um we but we came to an agreement pretty uh not early on it was it was later uh after a few instances um I think we decided in co-parenting. Yeah. Right. I think we just we had to kind of put a timeline on what we were thinking, and I think we had all, we had always kind of discussed it, uh, and I think it took co-parenting to kind of solidify it. Right. Because uh, you know you had had your you had your opinion on it, I had my opinion on it, um, which which weren't necessarily too far off. And we're actually so I didn't actually say, but we're talking about how long we were going to wait uh, until we introduced our daughter to anybody that we were dating. Yeah. And um, I think it was because you were dating somebody and we had a huge disagreement on it. We had a very big fight about it. Yeah. And um, so then we, we brought it to co-parenting to yeah. talk about. Yeah. And that's when we kind of like decided and, and came up with a timeline. And not everybody does that. I actually don't have a lot of people that can agree on it. Yeah. And then I've had I've had some people that agree on it, some people that are super lax about it, mm -hmm. some people that there's court orders about it because they were really pissed about like their partner introducing their child or New children people. too early. Yeah. So I think there's definitely like a continuum and a spectrum yeah. on that. And again, it all goes back obviously to what happens with the child or children, right? So, you know, when you're when you're dating and you know you're you're bringing somebody into your life, uh, you're potentially also bringing this person into your child or children's lives. Yeah. It's a package well. deal. Yeah. So eventually, it, yeah, eventually. So the thing is, do you want to do like some people are like quick to introduce that person to their children and, you know, feeling like that's going to integrate things faster or somehow feeling like that's going to make things better. And then, you know, a couple weeks later you end up breaking it off or something happens in that relationship discontinues. And then, the child can be like, where's this other person all of a sudden? Exactly. And that brings just, I think, a lot of confusion for them. And sadness and yeah. other feelings because... They get attached too, right? right? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, you know, there might be like, oh, well, that person was super fun. What happened? You know, and then it's... And then you have to, like, explain that to them or, or don't explain it to them or, you know, any... I'm just kind of speaking off the cuff. But, I mean, you know, you don't... I think my thing was I don't want to bring somebody in all the time 
or rotate people through right. that are just going to be meeting our daughter and just like providing just like different faces for her all the time. Like that's not good. Right. And it's confusing and, and it's hurtful because not only, uh, it depends on number one, it depends on where you and your partner are in your co-parenting relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, just like we talked about last time with, you know, family and bringing other people back in after you've already solidified the core. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's very, it also extends to significant others. Um, yeah. whether that's, uh, you know, starting a serious relationship dating. I mean, you know, you want to solidify the core of the co-parenting relationship before you start introducing anybody else into right. that life. Uh, because the child or children are still kind of mourning that loss and, and that, you know, navigating that, um, the two people that were going to raise them. And then you want to add other people into it. So you definitely want to think about that and make that decision together as co-parents if you can. Well, my question then is, uh, it's easy to say, you know, you have to establish your core as a co-parenting relationship. What if people are having a hard time doing even that? Well, they should go to co-parenting counseling. Oh, that's true. Good, good answer. <laughs> and also listen to this podcast. Right. There you go. Better, things. better answer. Right. Uh, but I, I know that that's, I know that that's probably hard for people. Uh, I know we're, we're a little bit on the, uh, you know, we're outliers because right. we do have such a good relationship, yeah. but I know that, or I'm sure that there are people out there that don't have as well of an established relationship who I think still should have some kind like, even if you can't get along well with each other, uh, you know, at least maybe come together and say, okay, these are the boundaries we're going to place on right. this. These are the, these are the limits of what I feel comfortable with. Yes. And you know, our one, like the biggest discussion for us was how long are we going to wait until we decide whether or not we're going to introduce somebody else to our daughter. Right. Uh, officially, yes. like as this is another person that's involved in my life. Right. Um, and I asked you initially, like, what are the statistics from a psychology standpoint on that. And I don't necessarily know if there were good statistics, but no, the there average... are. They were, it, it says 12 to 18 months. And right. we, we decided that that was, that was a while that yeah. seemed like a really long time. And we decided on, I think it was nine to 12 months or eight to 12 months, eight to 12 months, eight I to think. 12 yeah. months. So yeah, we, we had established that, that timeline of eight to 12 months, but you know, from your perspective, even, uh, you know, you had said you were in that long-term relationship certainly more than I was and, mm-hmm. and you two had actually gotten to a point where you were pretty serious or felt like it was serious and it was going to be right. an ongoing thing and and you even said hey and this was I think around like the six month mark correct me if I'm wrong yeah um had said hey I want to introduce this guy to our daughter right and I was kind of like oh, now that it's convenient for you <laughs> to have this relationship and be involved, you know, now we can cut it back to six months. Well, and I think like what I was going to say is, um, and you kind of took the words out of my mouth, I think in experiencing that and going through that, and then at the end of the day, uh, not working out and there being an inability to commit, I think that that was not the right thing to do. And right. I think that I would wait for 12 months to make sure that that person is committed because they're not just committing to me, they're committing to our child. Yeah. And I absolutely would wait just to make sure because people can say a lot of things. They can do things for a long period of time. Yeah. And I mean, you can never really know anything. Nothing no, is certain. Nothing is However, you know, in my experience at least, the longer the time is the less likely a person is to not be them true selves. True. So yeah, I, I, I definitely, at least for us, that's what works for us. Uh, you know, and 
it might not work for everybody that way. It certainly is uh, more challenging to navigate bringing people into your life with schedules and sure. you know being able to you know meet somebody and have a meaningful relationship when you're trying to integrate a custody schedule into that. I mean, it's already hard going out with friends and yeah. I mean, I na- feel like I feel <laughs> coordinating custody schedules yeah, for that. It's yeah. crazy. I feel like you know even if you're statistically and i'm just speaking like off the top of my head i don't know if this is an actual statistic but i feel like i feel <laughs> anecdotally, like anecdotally anecdotally i feel like people <laughs> people give relationships three months like i think that's kind of like the cutoff point i don't know how that got established but i feel like people are kind of deciding what they want to do around that point yeah but even in a three-month period i know for me and it was even hard to get a couple dates in that three-month period with somebody just because you're like juggling all those other things. You got right. your work stuff, you got your custody schedule, you got your friend schedule. So there's all these other things. And that's not to say that you don't want to put that person first or make them a priority, but it's also like, you know, hey, I have some of these other things that I have to take care of. Absolutely. I want to spend time with you. And then it's their schedule too. Like you right. can't you can't discount that. Like right. I'm not And then expect- if they have a custody schedule or right. Yeah, whatever they're I mean, doing it's crazy know, it's, it's everybody it's everybody's lives kind of jumbled into one but i guess that's what's going to allow you to kind of figure out whether or not it's truly going to work uh and and i think what makes it easier for people is that once they introduce that person or once they break that boundary of hey now i can introduce you to my child and feel comfortable with that then that integrates the schedules a little bit because right. now they can be around when you have custody or you can build that into a schedule that allows you not only to spend more time with them, but also to not have to work around something that that limits your time with them. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so and it's just kind of getting to that place and navigating the waters and right. So I think the I think from from my standpoint with you discussing that initially, it was like, okay, well, in my head, that three month first initial kind of thing stood out. So it was like, all right, we at least got to make it past three months. Then it was like, well, what's comfortable after three months and you know six months was kind of the next interval but i even still thought that might be too early Mm because i think people like i said you know you're still kind of figuring out a lot of different stuff with that person and and obviously you experienced that too so yeah eight months to a year when we kind of came to that conclusion i think initially we came to the conclusion of a year and then i think pushing it back to that eight month to a year mark depending on how comfortable we were sort of really stood out i think that gives you plenty of time to establish a good relationship with somebody, I think you're going to know at that point how you feel, how they feel. Well, that's funny because I would join you in that. And I think since I was kind of burned in that regard, yeah. I would definitely approach it differently this time. Yeah. But that's just me. That's well, not well, for how, everybody. And how would you approach it? I would definitely wait longer, like I said. Yeah. And, you know, it. I know it's going to depend on the person and, you know, the dynamic of the relationship. And just making sure, because I know that when that relationship ended, it was it was tough for for our daughter, too. Uh, And you kind of saw some of that. Yeah. And so I I never want that for her again. Right. And so I'm I'm more worried about that. And as I'm sure you are, as, as I'm sure a lot of the parents who are listening are, because you can get over you as an adult have the ability to get over a lot of things. Uh, And for kids, it's it's they can, too. Of course, it's just more difficult and. So that's something that I would definitely be aware of and, and kind of mindful of this time around. Right. Right. Yeah. You don't want to you don't want to make your kid sad. Right. Right. But it's not you know, that's not to say like if you met somebody and you wanted to do eight months, you know, I would just you know, you know what I've been through and or you saw it, whatever. But it doesn't mean that's going to be the same for everybody. And right. it just depends. Right. 
yeah so i, I mean i'm i'm happy with the with the timeline that we've put in place yeah and, absolutely and, and that was kind of backed by our co-parenting counselor and mm-hmm. you know um so it's good speaking to like co-parenting counseling moving forward from just like that that six month mark you know one of the other things that comes along i think with relationships in terms of just getting along and kind of meeting expectations is what kind of i guess boundaries do you want to put in place with the person that you're co-parenting with in regard to different relationships that you may go through in terms of you know how much you tell them what they know what they don't know why are you bringing this up (laughs) i don't know i mean it's 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 an important topic Uh uh-huh yeah (laughs) what because i can be a little nosy a little I we just, just talked about how you were things. on my bumble <laughs> with your friends <laughs> swiping like i gotta know what's going on i i i look at it as I, I don't know i don't think it's i don't think it's nosy of course i don't think it's nosy it's nosy I don't. <laughs> let me clarify it's nosy i don't think it's nosy anyway you're always in, <laughs> you always try to be in my business about what i'm doing. i try to be helpful However, yes, at the same time, I want to know what's going on with my kid. I want to know what's, you know, I want to know what's up. And I think that I, and we've had this discussion a lot, a lot, a lot, but we have different, you and I, meaning we have different kind of views in terms of like what friendship is and like what you share with your friends. Also, I think it, it, I hate to stereotype with gender. However, in our discussions, I think it is different because I said, you know, this is something that I would get on the group chat or this is something I would call or text one of my girlfriends and ask them, like, if you said if one of my girlfriends was like, oh, yeah, this is uh, I'm or I can't come. This is what I'm doing. I'd be like, oh, where are you going? And you're like, why are you asking me where I'm going? I'm like, I don't know. That's like what I would ask anybody. That's not just you're not special. (laughs) So I realized that I'm not special. (laughs) You are. You're the father of my child. Of yeah, course, right. you're special. Right. Of course. Of course. So that's not but, a participation but, ribbon. <laughs> but I just wanted to I think doing that, I think I just wanted to establish the boundary of, you know, you you don't always have to know where I am right. or, or who I'm with or what I'm doing. I mean, there are there are certain things in my life now that just don't involve you. Absolutely. I want to make sure that if I am going into the process of of dating somebody or something like that, I want to keep that separate because I don't want that interaction to stem over between those two worlds. And I feel like if I want to give somebody my attention, they're going to get my attention. I just don't want to always feel like I have to explain myself in certain situations. I feel like that's definitely going to be one of the things that we will have to navigate now with our new co-parenting relationship and our new friendship is whenever we do have significant others in our life, if That'll ever come. I don't know. Who I, knows? RIP. Dating sl- life. Sl- slowly <laughs> losing confidence. <laughs> uh, is kind of adding those people into our world and, and knowing if they're going to be able to handle our friendship. Uh, and I know that, that we've talked about this before. I know that you've experienced that already, even when we, we haven't had this project together. Yeah. And even when we had even less of a friendship. Yeah. Well, there's been people that, you know, haven't been able to. No. And I think it's going to cool it's, it. it's going to take a special kind of person to to be able to handle that. But I mean, you know, if right. I can remember being in a movie, me, you and just trying to have that time and, you know, getting my phone blown up. Where are you? Where are you? Where are you? What are you doing? Oh, you're doing this. Like, what is that? Um, it was just Mr. Rogers. Yeah, <laughs> just really. And uh, 
situations like that, it's like, you know, hey, you have to be able to accept the fact that I'm going to have this involvement because it's not necessarily about this other person in the relationship. It's about my family. It's about my daughter. Right. And, and that is important. Right. Not to say that this other person is not important. A hundred percent. But you don't, right off the bat, you don't get to force yourself as being more important you know, if that's the case. Right. And, you know, the way that that I approach it anyway, in in my experience is kind of like you and I have worked for years to get to this point and to provide our daughter hard work, hard work, man, (laughs) hard work (laughs) on the couch (laughs) to get to a place to give our daughter what we've talked about, like a a good childhood and everything. And yes, I 100 percent want we both want partners and we both want that companionship. And at the same time, you know, I don't think either of us are willing to have anybody come in and, you know, mess with anything having to do with kind of what we built. Right. So I definitely think the right person will be able to understand that. I told you I've talked to I when I've talked to guys, they've experienced similar to what you have. Like other I think it is, you know, more of um, sometimes, you know, females can be insecure about other females. I definitely have been through that stage and, and felt like that before. So it yeah. depends on the relationship and the dynamic. Yeah. For I mean, sure. it, can, it can be a jealousy thing. Like it can be, it can be a confidence thing. I mean, it can be a trust thing. Like, Absolutely. Just, I mean, people just don't trust what other people are doing. I mean, that's why I set the precedent right off the bat, right? <laughs> Step one, establish the fact that we are not in a relationship. Well, now you just have to make sure everybody that you date listens to the podcast. Very loud and clear into the mic i want to make sure that everybody is aware of this i love that you are making this more clear than i Shannon and i doesn't make it (laughs) are not getting back together (laughs) this doesn't mean that i want to it just means that you feel the need to say it more than i do which Uh, is fine do i have to to say it again go ahead no i don't i don't think i need to i think they heard it (laughs) i think they got the message i'm confident in our ability to be friends and you know what i i agree the right person will come and like be able to integrate and it'll be all good it's it should be somebody it should be somebody that that builds your relationship and 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 kind of makes you a better person rather than somebody that wants to tear that down because they're because they're uncomfortable with it. Right. Absolutely. And and it's not and again, it's not about that other person. It's about your relationship, not just with the, the other person that you're co-parenting with, but with your children. Right. Absolutely. That's that's what's the that's what's the most important. I mean, obviously, if you have a better relationship with the co-parent, you're going to have better relationships with the children. Yes. That's the most important thing. So the person on the other side of it, you want them to be understanding of the support for that. Right. You don't want them to feel like, oh, well, you're just using this as an excuse to not hang out with me or you would rather hang out with them than you would with me. It's not it's not that. Absolutely. You want somebody that's going to be, I think, understanding of that, because ultimately that's the person that you're going to be able to build in and introduce into the life of the child or or children and say, hey, this person really supports this you know they're interested they want to be involved and that's not not only that but that's the kind of person that the other co-parent is also going to say hey i i like this like i'm glad that they're supportive and you want of you. them to get along right because ultimately if the other person is happy you're happy everybody's happy everybody's happy it's so good right it's and- all good <laughs> <laughs> so i think uh you know it's it's there's definitely uh a lot that goes into that. It's easy to say it. Uh, it's not as easy to do it. But I think pin, pinpointing that off the bat and I think setting that precedent early on definitely is going to foster that rather than saying, oh, I'm so sorry. You know, like I, 
and, and trying to make excuses for it. Right. You know, that's not going to get you to where you want to be. Yeah. And this is something that my friends have talked about and some of my clients. And that's, you know, making sure that the parents are the ones who continue to make the decisions, you know, like as your blended family grows and whether that's deciding to be remarried or to just be long term partners, making sure especially in the early stages and uh, just depending on how the dynamic grows and changes that the parents are the ones who are making the decisions about the kids, because that's kind of where a lot of arguments, at least that I've experienced and I've seen start is whenever boyfriends or girlfriends or partners uh, get involved Mm -hmm. and it just muddies the water, especially when there's not a strong core either yet or they're working on their core and then other people kind of step in like what we were talking about with the family dynamics last week yeah uh it just it muddies the waters and it doesn't it's not helpful to anybody involved because then it starts fights with like the new partner and then the co-parents and just it's just so i've always tried to say our daughter has a mom she has one one person that i'm going to interact with in terms of her life decisions for life for life (laughs) and that's not to say that that other person if there is another person in the relationship I think that it's valid that they have an opinion if, if they're at a point where it's, you know, something that they can oh, be involved you? in. Yes, they can have okay. an opinion. Well, we'll Anybody's entitled that. to right, an we'll opinion. But I, but the decision ultimately, I think, has to be made by the parents. Absolutely. Um, and I, I agree. And that's, you know, and I think for both of us, we've experienced with dating, uh, at least for me, I, I don't really put it out there that I, that I have a child until I've either been talking to them for a little bit I mean, actually corresponding with them or, you know, we meet uh, not because I'm hiding it, but because, you know, that's as we've said so many times. I mean, that's the most important thing in our life. And, you know, you just you want to protect it, number one. And, you know, number two, I don't remember what number two was going to be. So (laughs) it's been a series of brain farts today. (laughs) I'm telling you what, man, I don't know how your week has been, but it has been nuts. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. It has been one thing after the other. I agree. But um, no, number two is that you want to make sure that the person has good intentions and, you know, that they have everything that you want them to have. And so back to kind of your point is setting the precedent of, you know, making sure that I lost it again. I don't freaking know. (laughs) (laughs) No, you want you're going back to you want you want the parents to make the decisions. I do. Yeah, I would like for us. And and it's interesting that you say that in terms of like dating, because I feel like and we talked about this a little bit before. And I want you to clarify. I feel like people up front are kind of like if they do have a child, my child already has a parent. Oh, man. Thanks. Yeah. My child already has a parent that see, I'm. We're on, the, we're on the we're on the level. Yeah, All right, level up, man. We're here, eye to eye. We got it. But I think, yeah, level up. But I think, uh, you know, I've seen it where, uh, or I felt like it was more common for people to say, "My child has somebody else that you know, this right. other person." That I'm not looking for that. I'm not looking for a just father. FYI. Yeah, because some people are. Some people right. are out there looking for. So, what has your experience been? Um, I would say that uh, guys have asked up front. You know, like, yeah. what's your relationship like with yeah. with the father of your child? Yeah. And then, you know, I've told them that it's good. She's got a dad. You know, I'm not looking for that. I'm looking for a partner for me. Right. Uh, and so that's pretty much put it to rest until they 
Google me. And then <laughs> and then there's a follow-up discussion. And then it's not the child that's the Right. Problem. And then it's not the child that's the issue. <laughs> and, then it, and then it becomes complex. Right. It's complicated. <laughs> it's complicated. How about you? Uh, no, I mean, I, I think it's a little bit different. I mean, you know, uh, I'm, I'm pretty upfront with, you know, the fact that I have a daughter. I don't necessarily just like volunteer it like, oh, hi, my name's Jess. Like I have a daughter. It's more, <laughs> it's more just like if, if, uh, if they ask about it initially, I don't dance around it. Like, right. you know, it's like, yeah, this is, this is it. This is who my least favorite. And I don't know if women do this, my least favorite. And I will probably like just delete them immediately. Is like, are you married or were you married? Are you divorced? Do you have a kid? How many kids? I'm like, bro, well, don't rapid fire. Like yeah. Don't rapid fire me. Wow. I will, even if I've started a conversation with you, I will be like, okay, thank you. No, thanks. Bye-bye. Yeah. I, I haven't, I mean, I haven't run into a lot of people that have kind of led with that, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a little bit, I think. I don't know if they're just trying to weed out it things It or might what, just be a but... quick weed out process for some people. Like, hey, these are the things I don't want. Are, are, are this, does this involve you? Yes. Okay. Done. Right. You know, which whatever. I mean, but that's. Again, the weird thing about, I guess, this whole like online dating thing is that like people now have the opportunity to just do that. Like rather than getting to know you, it's just like this rapid fire set of questions where you either hit it or you don't. And I think that's the the hard part about finding a partner nowadays and kind of integrating all of these super complex issues is that people, at least in my experience, I think that people think there's so many opportunities and that, uh, you know, there's other things out there and that if this doesn't work, just I can swipe on the next person yeah. and that people are easily disposable. So I feel like it's, it's you know, if it's, if it's the person's preference to have like a set standard of questions or a set thing that they're like, yeah, this is an absolute deal breaker for me, then they can just kind of put that out there first. And if that person says yes or no and meets or does not meet their requirements, then they're like, yeah, I'm in or no, I'm not. Right. Um, cause like you said, like with other podcasts and stuff that you listen to, it's either like, it's either a fuck yeah or no. I absolutely go by that now a days because I think it's so easy to get on an app and swipe, swipe, swipe. And then even if you talk with someone or go out on one date with them, you know, and, yeah. and I really dislike the philosophy of, uh, why do you, why do you feel guarded or why do you feel closed up? Well, you know, I think that people can say a lot of things and I think that actions speak way louder than words. Yeah. And especially when having a child and I think, uh, you know, people who may not have kids or maybe uh, they haven't experienced dating as much. You know, it's more difficult when you have that extra person. Oh, I thought you were going to say baggage. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, when you have that extra person yeah. to think about, you yeah. know, and yeah. that's something you definitely have to do. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it just becomes, I think it becomes a little bit, it just, it almost feels cold, you know, when you know that you're just getting almost like interviewed rather than actually like being, like try to establish like a personal relationship with somebody. So it, you lose a sense of, I don't want to say intimacy, but almost like personality or like, you know, personal interaction, social interaction when that happens. So it's understandable uh, and I get it. But at the same time, I think that's what, that's one of the big black marks that I think online dating has is that it can be cold. Absolutely. Um, but I guess that's what makes it easy for some people to kind of go through. Right? And I think especially like being a parent, it's easier to online date, like going back to what we were talking about with 
you know, our busy schedules and you have work and you have the kids, it's easier than meeting people in person. I mean, especially right now going through a global pandemic. I mean, yeah. what are we supposed to do? We can't go out all the time. It's an easy, what get, what's uncomfortable, I think, for people who are divorced and who have children, I think it's, it's uncomfortable because you know that are you divorced and do you have children are right. easy weed out questions for people. So it almost makes you a little bit timid about putting yourself out there right. because you know that uh, some people just have that standard of I'm not going to date anybody that was married before. I'm not going to date anybody that has kids. Right. And that's fine. I get that. But I think that's why I'm more upfront with it because if you don't want that, then don't swipe me. Right. And don't waste my time because, again, right. we have such limited time. And maybe that's why I have zero matches. Maybe. <laughs> so, I don't, so I don't know. That, that's a good reframe. You're just picky. Right. Just picky. Just picky. And um, yeah, because, you know, I, my girlfriends and I will talk about like, we're okay, you know, screw this online dating. We're just going through referrals. Like I swore up and down I wasn't going to get back on the apps. And by referrals, you mean? Like friend of friend. Oh, okay. What did you think we got? I don't know. Like, do you have some kind of service that you're, <laughs> that you're receiving referrals oh, through? Oh, like, man, no, but that's a great idea. Yeah, that's... Um, <laughs> no. Yeah. Is it? Because I feel like there's another word for that that we probably shouldn't use in the air. No. Uh, swore I wasn't going to go back on the apps, uh, but, you know, times, times. Times are tough. Times are tough. <laughs> Uh, but it, it is, it's hard, it's hard dating as a, as a parent, it's hard dating during a global pandemic. I mean, I, who knows what oh, will yeah. happen? Oh yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, right. There's that whole thing too. Hashtag COVID. Hashtag COVID. Hashtag like, social distance. Hashtag wear a mask. Wear your effing mask. Yeah. So I mean, even, <laughs> I think, you know, obviously this is, this is a situation that we've never, that nobody's ever been right. in before. So everybody's trying to navigate that, uh, and figure out the best way to do it. I think at the point now where it's been, where are we now? What? five months oh my god yeah it's so it's Day been so long that i think people were just like you know i i haven't necessarily been to the point where i'm like i have to go back out there and be right. social again it's just i feel like some people are and some people are really antsy about that yeah uh and figuring out how to do that is hard for people that don't have get problems getting you know dates and matches on online things so you know in that setting you know, people were still even struggling with that aspect of it. Um, but to, I guess going back to the co-parenting issue, that also raises red flags because it's like, you know, now we're in a situation where we have to be really cognizant about what we do and who we right. expose ourselves right. to because ultimately you're bringing that exposure back uh, in whatever capacity you do and you don't want, you know, all these other people being you know you don't want to be seeing like a, a bunch of different people right absolutely all the time uh and so then, then that's a whole other thing environment. right so that's a whole other thing but that's something that nobody's ever dealt with before exactly but so that brings a whole another element of you know and then going back to what we said about the boundaries it's like you know like i said it's not always your business where i am or what i'm doing but in a situation like this you know if i am going to be around somebody that you don't know and then i'm going to be re-exposing myself to you or to our child, then it becomes your business. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, at least, at least we have decided it is. Yeah, I mean, it's it's easy. I, I mean, it's like in some in some instances, it's easy for us to say you have to trust me that I'm making good decisions about right. social distancing and wearing a mask and and really being cognizant about this. But you can't. It's hard now to say what's well, none of your business what I'm doing, uh, because it's you know really you're, it's a it's a health risk. 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and you don't want to you don't want to put anybody in a situation that they're you know that that's a problem. A hundred percent. Uh, so that is, I mean, and that goes back That's to a our consideration COVID and co-parenting episode, yeah. episode two, uh, you know, and then it, it, so it brings about new struggles Absolutely. Um, and, and, and it brings about another reason that if you don't have a good relationship with your co-parent, that's going to be a big problem hundred uh, percent. because it's going to, it's going to raise a lot of issues. You know, people are going to have problems with the child spending time with that other co-parent and that's going to raise custody problems uh it's going to raise arguments just in terms of uh you know people's interactions and so and communicate communicate right i just <laughs> gotta just gotta just talk gotta be, just gotta be nice just gotta be nice Hashtag be nice. <laughs> <laughs> so take homes we got relationships so we <laughs> we got back on the apps what are, what are, <laughs> what are the take homes this week damn relationships? What? what's that I don't know. What's that? I don't know. I don't remember. I don't know. Dating is tough. Dating is stupid. stupid. Jay's Bumble is broke. Bumble is broken. Bumble is broken. We're going to fix that. Yeah. Dr. J is single. (laughs) (laughs) Send in your questions. Send in your questions. Send in your suggestions. By the way, I'm single too. Like, I don't feel you. You're not even plugging me. I'm I'm not. It's it's great. Thank you. I appreciate that. Dr. Edwards is very single. Very, very simple. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, that's enough. Oh, that, that, <laughs> All right, so Sorry. DM us your questions, and uh, you can catch us on Instagram at umadbropgh, and you can catch us on email at umadbropgh at gmail.com. And you guys have a great week. Get out there. Great review. Subscribe. Thank you. You got it right this week. Woo! Yeah. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Five stars. <laughs> Bye.